Hello, friends. That is my sign-on catchphrase that I do every single week. Uh, I should explain it more. It is from Animaniacs. It is a reference to Animaniacs whenever he says, hello, nurse. But I changed it to friends because I think that that is funny. And I hope all of you do, too. And I hope you think that me explaining it is funny because I'm going to keep this going on for maybe a few more seconds and uh, hope it's still funny. And uh, all right, Nico. You can hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was seeing how long I could make that go. I told you I would say, hey, baby. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm saying, hey, baby. With it, hey, baby. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. That's an all right. Yeah. It's all right. But, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Jeff. How, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. You don't yeah. seem too happy today. No, no, if I'm, I'm not. What, if I'm what happened? Honest. Did your dog eat your homework or something? <laughs> I wish. I uh, every week I come on and I tell you that I'm gonna bring some really good banner. Yeah, you always banner. say that you're gonna bring something prepared. Uh, and like, I know that I can talk to you. Like, I know that we're friends. But when the microphones come on, like, just something gets to me. And, and it's been this is like the fourth week in a row that I haven't been able to think of anything funny. And you I'm don't like, have anything. I don't have anything, Jeff. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have a single thing. And like, it's making me real sad right now. Oh well. I mean, in that case, we can just move on and introduce the guest. This isn't that important of a segment. I think you're putting putting too much on yourself about it, man. No, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I hope you keep going. Yeah, keep on, keep on real crying. <laughs> see, now, I see, now I'm on the spot and I can't even cry. I can't oh, even cry. I'm yep. on the spot. I think that's what it is. When this I is how you weed out all the fake fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we're good at weeding out fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's no. kind of a recurring thing where we tell them to stop listening to the podcast. Yeah, it's pretty Midway good. through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, who's, whose dulcet tones did you just hear, listener? Who might that have been? Because it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. It, 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 I thought it was you. Yeah. Oh, no. I would, oh, we it, all have dulcet tones. Yeah, but I was talking about the person who just talked then. That's our guest this week, ladies and gentlemen. He's a, uh, a real man about town. He uh, struts his stuff all over the place. I just throw it around. I just strut it everywhere I go. That's, oh, yeah. That's all I do. Yeah. And you know what? We respect you for it. Is yeah, a, uh, you're strutting right now. I just strut it. Just I'm, I'm <laughs> glad on the table and hope. I'm glad we gave you that mic pack and the over the air microphone so you can walk around and just strut this entire podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like thanks I'm, for doing that, man. No, of course. Yeah, I feel like I'm back in the telethon days. Mm-hmm. You know? You're looking good. It's nice. Thank Do you. A little so spin much. for us. A little what? A little spin. A little spin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like spin my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And when ladies and gentlemen, it's Jesse Irwin. Hi there. <laughs> Hi, Jesse. I actually spun and didn't just stay in the chair. Yeah, you no. didn't just stay in the chair. We're <laughs> the not... beauty of audio-based content. Mm-hmm. We can say mm-hmm. we're doing whatever we want. Mm-hmm. I'm but yeah. benching a lot right now. I, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to have you. Yeah, I'm happy man. to have you. Yeah, well, just... I, yeah, I got to start this. I got to say congratulations to Woody on, on Unplanned because this oh, yeah. is the coolest. Pl- I haven't actually been here yet. Oh, it's really? a really great space. Yeah, I hear everything from Megan Klein and mm-hmm. uh, and then from She's all a, my a, other... I guess you could say a friend of the show. A friend of the show. Yeah. She has been on the show. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's yeah. 
she's perfect for this kind of oh, yeah. yeah it was great this is her thing. also was you Nico, you your voice is like the ideal animaniac you're talking about animaniacs at the beginning oh yeah oh yeah i don't know i you sh- you'll end up on a, some cartoon someday I, yeah. thank you i'm okay with that I'm yeah okay with no that's that. a compliment that's yeah. not like a bashing that's a great thing. no i appreciate it's yeah. one of those things where like you know everyone like hates their own voice or whatever but every once in a while someone will call it out and be like you have a real good voice for radio yeah. and i think that means they're saying i'm ugly but maybe it actually means i have a good voice for radio i yeah. don't <laughs> you got a face for radio too it's, i mean the whole yeah. that are, it's an art to have a voice for radio because it's got to be intriguing enough Lacking one dimension to maintain the attention of people. Oh, yeah. Well, thank definitely. you. Thank you. You're also I, really ugly. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, uh, there you, we go. Uh, you look like shit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I, I good like shit. my own voice, I think. Yeah, no, you have a good voice. Well, yeah, we I just do. met, so I can't. I can't sit here. I don't okay. want to say anything. Do you want me to just talk for? Or we could do like. Just give 20, me like ten minutes. Of, a ten minute uh, monologue or something just, like yeah, that. Yeah, just go through the ABCs. A, uh, a is for Aardvark. B yep, you're ugly a. as shit too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. Hey, thank you. Yeah, uh, and while we're just jerking each other off, Jesse, I love your voice. <laughs> yeah, no, and your ugly face. I, you know, I'll be honest. Th- it's podcasts like the the local podcast is such an art mm. that to oh, hear yeah. that it's hitting. A very because the, the target of this is people cartoon lovers, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's funny because it's it's a it's a niche market, mm-hmm. but it's also so many people. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like thousands upon thousands of people within like a five mile radius. Oh yeah, they oh, yeah. fucking love cartoons. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, there's someone doing a Pittsburgh podcast about cartoons. I love it. Yeah, fucking listen. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you to turn it off this week. Yeah, you no, this episode actually listen to the whole thing. Listen to the whole goddamn episode. This week, don't get out of your car just because it's five minutes to Giant Eagle doesn't mean you have to turn us off. <laughs> oh yeah, no, exactly. you can sit there. Let yeah. that gas burn, baby. Let that gas burn. Put me in your ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While I. <laughs> Yeah, but whatever. yeah, uh, we didn't tell the so folks at home who you are, Jesse. Who uh, are you? What's your deal? Oh man, yeah, you're uh, you're a funny guy. You do comedy around the city. I do comedy. Yeah. Uh, I uh, who am I? I'm uh, I'm from Squirrel Hill. I was born yeah. and raised. Went to Alderdice High School. Oh, very cool. Uh, I went to Pitt. I have mm-hmm. one class left, actually. Oh, uh, that's on. Getting there. Um, <laughs> Pitt is really taking every dime they can at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I I would yeah. say. Uh, my major things that I do in Pittsburgh, I do some reporting for KDKA. Very cool. Oh, very cool. Um, uh, I've done, I've started doing stand-up over the last two months, mm-hmm. uh, which has been a blast. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I took a 101 class with you at, mm-hmm. uh, at the, at, at Arcade. Yeah. Which was really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, my main connection to Pittsburgh comedy, honestly, has been, it was Pit Tonight. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I've heard about I, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Like, that's not, that's really cool, man. Thanks, man. Uh, it's fun. It's really fun. Basically, uh, I loved late night. I still love late night. Yeah. Uh, and there wasn't such a thing at Pitt, and I found people that were talented enough to help make me uh, make it uh, make me look funny and make it a reality. <laughs> That's the best thing you can do is just find people who like you're. I don't know. You can just use to make yourself funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have the, I mean, that's the great thing about a university, right? Is you're, you're surrounded by resources and people who are talented in very specific areas. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you find them in areas you wouldn't even expect. Right. So like, uh, our head writers for pit tonight, we had 20 to 30 writers. Our head writers are three prominent comedians in Pittsburgh, uh, and improvisers and other writers are people like Megan Klein. Right. So Phil Florence, Joe Marchi, Osha Dwyer, those are uh, and Shannon Kelly. Those are our, our four head writers. Then we have Megan Klein, Tom Connors. I mean, the the list 
goes on and on of like people who are not just involved at Pitt, like with Pitt Tonight. They're also involved with Ruckus, with Woody. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got people who are involved with the Pitiful News, the satirical newspaper. And then you've got people who are doing Pittsburgh stuff. So stuff at Unplanned, stuff at Arcade, stuff at Hambones. And so it's it's fun because Pittsburgh's large enough where you can make an impact, but small enough where you can uh, feel everybody else's. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. No, it's really cool. Like, uh, again, I I was living out of state by and large for the last eight years and like seeing... Coming back to Pittsburgh, I am blown away by the amount of comedy that happens here. And also, like, just the overall, like, average talent level. Like, I'm really, really happy that, like, I don't know. Pittsburgh's changing, guys. It's the future. Well, yeah. And something I'm sure you noticed when you were in L.A. And Mm -hmm. I took one class at UCB in L.A. You did the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, But that didn't make me good. I just paid them money. Right, right. (laughs) No, I mean, I think what it showed me was, you know, I'd I'd walk out of my class and I'd I'd be next to people who I was seeing in the subway commercials, you know. And and it was was fun in that regard. And I liked that competitive aspect. Well, that's because you were always hanging out with Jared, right? I was always with... (laughs) I was also in the subway, but I kept going to the wrong location. I I think the the major thing I took away was you come back here, you do improv and it's genuine improv because it's it's a hobby like it, people aren't competing to make careers out of it yeah. here near i mean if they are not nearly as much as in these areas mm-hmm. so it's actually really fun because people are actually in it for the teamwork aspect and not just to shine yeah it's yeah. like really it, it's like a small but growing and very welcoming community and like uh yeah there's not a lot of animosity or anything like not that. at all like, the number one yeah. mistake i made in my so i auditioned for pitt's improv group Mm-hmm. Uh, two years ago, it was right before I started Pit Tonight, mm-hmm. and the number one mistake I made was I was trying to stand out, and that's the worst thing you can do in improv yeah. is yeah. basically try to like pimp people, and you know you just it, yeah if you're not supporting the other person, what are you doing? Are you and doing? I remember right. specifically, I I felt like I needed to do one major thing, so I got out there and I just sang Ave Maria, like I ta- I called Freeze. Got out there, I sang. I don't know why I did it. I, it was, <laughs> and what's funny it was the first time I'd ever done improv, so I didn't know. I was like, okay, well, you want to be funny, right? Right. And, yeah. uh, what's the most random thing I can think of? Yeah, and so song. I like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna so, do that like every every time I well, do improv. Now I'm just yeah, gonna just go out and sing, sing Ave Maria. Maria. <laughs> yeah, I'll guarantee yeah. you about nothing. I mean, no, it, it was. I don't know. Like, and that was a big lesson. Um, yeah. So being able to to see how much of a, a communal effort. Re- comedy really is both both in short form and long form but also like cross-platform i think is really yeah. neat yeah so yeah man it's uh it's a good place to be Speaking i think so of comedy yeah lots of cartoons are comedy how uh, oh right this is a cartoon podcast oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Sorry. it's not a give the pittsburgh comedy scene a hand job no, <laughs> no. podcast yeah probably do no. that twice that's after the show anyways. yeah <laughs> that's that's post yeah show. we'll do that after. that's the ending to the show that's, <laughs> that's why woody's here right. <laughs> uh, he doesn't like it when we talk about him does he <laughs> <laughs> do you bleep? Do you bleep hand job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is a clean show. What are we doing, guys? What the hand job is that? Okay, well, let's do it. Let's um, so, do you have like a, a history of cartoons growing up watching? <laughs> a shit ton? a history of hand job. <laughs> yeah, do you, um, do you have a history? Okay, uh, you can pick. Giving you or receiving. You uh, can pick a history of hand jobs or a history of cartoons. Whatever you feel mo- more uh, comfortable talking about. Probably both at the same time. <laughs> I, I know my cartoons. Of course, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. anybody who anybody who does comedy has to have a connection to one cartoon, at I least, think, yeah. if not 35. I mean, I 
I grew up watching SpongeBob. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Among others, Hey Arnold, Courage the Cowardly Dog, mm-hmm. uh, Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can honestly name so many. That was the thing. When you asked me to pick one, I, I sat there in my room for like an hour or two, just kind of going through what yeah. I would watch. I mean, even Dora watching my little sister. I've, she's 12. Mm-hmm. And for me, all the shows she watched, I mean, I was watching them with her. Right, yeah. So sometimes I get confused as like, I'm like, wait, did I watch Caillou? Or was mm-hmm. that like... A twelve-year-old. That's how I like remember iCarly because like uh, my younger brother and sister would watch that, and I'd be like, "This show is actually not too." Well, how old are you? I'm 25. Okay, so I'm 23. So okay. I don't know how much I watched iCarly. Okay, maybe yeah. I was 22 at the time, but I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this was last week. But I I do think that. Some of those shows last a long time. Yeah, yeah. iCarly was on for a very long Fairly time. Fairly Odd Parents, mm-hmm. Danny Phantom. I mean, some of these shows. I don't know. Did you watch Danny Phantom? I, I yeah. remember Danny Phantom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Danny Phantom Paulina. was cool. Paulina. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, I love it. I yeah. like the ones like I do like the ones like Danny Phantom because they are like the combination of a like action show and yeah. like a Nickelodeon cartoon. Of course. They were like the halfway point, which I did love my action cartoons as a kid too. Oh, Wallace yeah. and Gromit. Do you ever watch? I mean, that's claymation, yeah. but Wallace and Gromit was, I mean, the amount of times I walked into my kitchen and went, geez, Gromit. Like it was insane, <laughs> you know? And that doesn't even mention family guy and the Simpsons and yeah. all those cartoons that weren't appropriate. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And now like that's just continuing today. Like there are so many more cartoons marketed towards adults these mm-hmm. days that it's like, oh, you grew up wa- la- watching cartoons? Still want to watch them? You can. Yeah. And also yeah. not be like, oh, this is for little kids, you know? When you look at something like BoJack Horseman, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. BoJack, BoJack is an intense show. Yeah. Like, it's just the fact that so it's about sad. a whole... Yeah, it's, it's not so always funny. Sad. Yeah. No. Like, it's it's dark. Like, I mean, it is funny, but it's like... not for equestrians. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's more than that. I, I like that, though. Like, stuff like Rick and Morty and that. that yeah. It's a little... I don't want to say deeper because I'm giving Rick and Morty too much sentimental. I mean, it's a great show. Yeah, but like, it has some good lines way. that are like, "Oh, well, that's smarter than I thought the show was going to be." Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, there are Archer, like all those. They don't play down as like even a cartoon like Archer. Like they do the same thing that happened on Arrested Development, which just like the weaving of jokes from episode to episode to season. Right. Yeah, season yeah, one. it is very, it is very. And that's what I love about uh, about SpongeBob, right? Like SpongeBob yeah. was able to tap into like two major demographics at the same time because mm-hmm. it got the kids who like they made jokes that if you didn't understand it because you were too young, you didn't miss the plot. But right. If you were old Absolutely. enough to catch on, you were. I mean, you were dying yeah. of laughter. Mm-hmm. You felt like you had an inside joke. Like if you're a mom watching with your son or daughter, and you catch a joke, you're a little, you're like, oh, that was actually I, hilarious. Right. We are all, we are obviously all SpongeBob fans. Oh here. yeah. Like, I can tell because all three of us are wearing those big T-shirts with SpongeBob smoking a blunt. Yeah. 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 Can you pass that by the way? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, no, I um, I I think there's something really special about those kinds of shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it became like an. Oh, instant phenomenon. I don't know about for you guys, but all of a sudden one day I heard about SpongeBob and then it was It everywhere. was just on. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, something I, I read, I can't remember where I read this, but it was about characters like SpongeBob and Peter Griffin and Homer Simpson. And it was probably applying more to Homer and Peter, mm. but the idea that these characters were so stupid Right, but they at the other end of the yeah. spectrum, they also make obscure references that all, like to like Roman literature. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and the ability to be a moron that has such a wide frame of reference, right, is, just makes a genius character. Yeah, yeah. so people like 
Seth MacFarlane and whoever play. I mean, I guess Matt Groening and Conan and all those people who write. Like, they yeah. could just have so much fun with that. Right. Well, it's one of those things where the characters are idiots, but they're not stupid so much as they are like stubbornly wrong and right. misguided. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, which is the best. Peter probably more so than any of them. Right. Mm. Like Homer. Well, Homer was stubborn, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest, I, I didn't watch as much Simpsons as Family Guy. Same. Yeah, same. Uh, what about you? Were you more of a Simpsons person? Um, I was a Futurama guy. Like, mostly oh, yeah. was my big yeah. cartoon. Yeah. yeah growing yeah, up, yeah. I watched a little bit of Family Guy and a little bit of The Simpsons. Yeah. Never got real into either of them too much. Yeah. No, The Simpsons, yeah. the only reason... So my dad went to school with a guy who wrote for The Simpsons. Oh, okay. So your dad went to Harvard. My dad did go to Harvard. Um, and so uh, I remember watching The Simpsons ahead of meeting him because I want, didn't want to seem like a naive kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember just watching episode after episode. The only thing I could remember was like a minor Marge Simpson impression. <laughs> so like... I remember meeting him and just like trying as a young kid. I'm just like, I'm like, hi, how are you? And like, I think he laughed a little, but I don't think it was enough to ever remember me. <laughs> this was like at a reunion. I'm just like, right. I'm that was not bad though. 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, good. it's. I think it's gotten better as I've gotten older. Yeah. And it's like one of like eight impressions. That I think <laughs> I can but like, no, that's I, all you need. You got to have the eight in the book, and that's all you need. Yeah. No, I do think The Simpsons though was that's a generation like people live and breathe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember we we had to break down an episode of Thirty Rock for a, sh a class I was taking, and it was they were saying the reason this show works so well, and you could look at Seinfeld because they do the same thing. The idea of having these A, B, and C plots, and then having them all merge at the end. Mm. So you know if you do. Like, you know, if something happens to Elaine and Larry, or Elaine and Larry, those are family friends of mine, uh, to Elaine and George, something happens to Jerry, and then something happens to Kramer, and then at the end, they all get arrested and ended up in the same jail. That's it. it was fun yeah. because, you know, you could do the same thing with Homer and Bart, and Lisa. you see so you have different stuff happening, and then they mm -hmm. all merge at the end. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure in terms of, like, transitioning, like, I don't know when they switch from Bart to Homer, but at what point it went from, like, you know, if maybe it was just, like, a, a quick thing. I don't know. I yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I'd have to go back. And um, check that out. The like A, B, and C thing is especially obvious in Thirty Rock because like, uh, yeah, Faye's improv experience. Yeah, and it's just you know she was just doing a Herald throughout. Right, right. Yeah. Tracy Morgan like having his own side thing going. Mm -hmm. that, that's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know if you guys ever talk about that stuff on here, so I won't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, <laughs> is that not an animated show? So oh, we gotta yeah. cut it all out. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, we Hand job. Cut it yeah. all out. <laughs> yep. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, no. I love. I'm. That's the thing. Like cartoons were fun because there's just anything could happen. Yeah, absolutely. So especially mm -hmm. Fairly Odd Parents and uh, South Park showed the political side. Of it. Like those are. That's fun. Like yeah. I think that's what makes cartoons so much better than non cartoons. The non cartoons. Then real, real life. Yeah. Yeah. Than us. We are not as good as cartoons as a whole. Everyone in this room. Yeah, and I'm Jewish, so I didn't have Santa. So, like, my oh, wow. cartoons were very much like my, you know, I didn't have the yeah. Easter Bunny. Like, yeah. Hanukkah Harry's. Like, not you a can't dude, actually you know? see Santa. It's kind of like a vampire thing. No, you can't I see them in mirrors. You see, like, depictions of Moses. You the know? Only yeah. Like <laughs> Anytime that Santa's in a cartoon or anything, it's right. just. I just replaced. think it's Moses in a hat. Yeah. 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 No, I, I don't know. That's. The, you know. I. Rugrats is the only thing that I can think of that did Rugrats Passover. Yeah, like a, yeah. a Passover episode or anything like that. You know Chuck Schumer, the senator from New York. Yeah. Okay. Go back and just like listen to his voice. It's, I want him reading every Jewish story to me ever. He <laughs> sounds like 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 the ultimate great 
uncle or something like that. He's like, <laughs> he like he almost like holding his nose. He's like, well, everyone come together. We're gonna <laughs> do this, you know. And like the way he talks about legislation, he's like, it's just he sounds like one of the guys from. Are you Jewish? No, but okay. I do get asked that a little bit. Uh, no, like not not often <laughs> enough for bragging, to say all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, if I was, I'd <laughs> if I was, I'd already be a successful comedy writer. Is that a bad thing to say? <laughs> that says a lot about how poorly yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, no. I, uh, no, I. The reason I asked, I didn't know if you had seen the rug. Have you seen Rugrats Passover? Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. 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 On great. the orange VHS tape in my yeah. basement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but I have VHSs. been asked to like a couple Seder dinners and stuff like that by people on the street with palm fronds. It's. I always want to accept, but I always want to be like, I'll come, but I'm not who you think I am. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> you can probably go there. I accepting. don't know they're anything. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> For like a Seder, yes. They're yeah. usually pretty accepting of those. Well, well, there's a part in the Seder where you have to read. It's uh, it's the the four questions. It's just like part of the tradition. Mm-hmm. And the youngest child at the table has to read it. So usually, you know, it's like a six-year-old, eight-year-old. But the satyrs I go to, these people are so old. I'm still the youngest kid reading these oh, questions. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> and if I don't read it, there's like a 38-year-old who's got to sit there and like, mm-hmm. go for it. That's so. how my family worked out for a while because it was one of those things where you'd go to holiday parties and there would be the adult's table and the kid's table. Mm-hmm. And my brother uh, forever was the youngest like member of our family so we were always like on the kids table but then about 10 12 years after my brother was alive then another generation of kids started coming so then we got promoted to the right. adult table oh, nice. yeah that's, that's pretty good that's a huge upgrade oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, actually the kids table. we all chose to sit at the kids table because uh, the old people in our family suck now do you guys <laughs> ever draw cartoons no i i drew a little bit whenever i was a kid i um had like those books that you would like, that gave you like instructions for drawing characters. Like a flip book type thing? No, no, no. They had like a they had like little instructions throughout the entire thing. Oh, oh like yeah. how to draw Put, like yeah. fantasy yeah. characters. Yeah, I had yeah, how yeah. to draw. I had how to draw. Yeah, I've done some of those. Which was like you know, there's no creativity. But then I yeah. eventually I did a little bit of like, cartoony stuff. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever hear of Tom Tomorrow? He was like a famous uh, writer. Do you know who Tom Tomorrow is? Tom Tomorrow, he was like this, co- he wrote comics, but they weren't, it wasn't cartoons. It was yeah. comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would do political ones. He would do ones based on, you know, they were just like, they were great. And I always, I had this huge book of Tom Tomorrow comics and I would draw them. I would try to draw them. And they were, my drawings were so shitty. <laughs> and I would like write them, you know, on like my lunch bag or whatever. And like my mom would like look at them and be like, what the fuck is this? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I just always thought those were so cool. So before I was like really into cartoons, cartoons, drawing cartoons and seeing like still one, like Garfield and okay, Family yeah. Circus right. and those, like that's, I love that stuff. Like that, and mm. you can be, you can be pretty impactful with an image like that. Oh, oh yeah. I remember there was one family circus. My sister's, my stepsister's adopted, and uh, she had a family circus on her. It was framed, and it said, uh, it was a, a girl saying, like, you know, you were, you know, your parents had you, so you came from your mommy's stomach, but my parents adopted me, so I came from my mommy's heart. Like, oh, yeah. That is beautiful. Aww. That's yeah. what comics are all about. Yeah. 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 Family circus. Yeah. And then you go back to watching, like, South Park. And you're just South Park. <laughs> <and both. laughs> yeah. With yeah. their, yeah, uh, no cartoons. They're Kenny? an art form, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. they get set. It is art. Yeah, major art. That's what this podcast is too. I don't give a fuck about the haters that are always <laughs> saying that this podcast isn't. Yeah, oh, yeah. isn't an art 
artsy podcast, but I was it reading is. all the bad reviews. They're yeah, really yeah, there's a lot. I, I kind of stacked them in there too, just so people kind of feel bad. Yeah, for us. yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like a pity. I submitted like five on my own. They're all yeah, bad. we su- we're sending off. So I didn't reviews. need to submit the other ten. I, I felt like it was <laughs> just ahead of the time. Just to get it <laughs> Thank something. you. No, yeah. anytime. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, good. So. I just got a phone call from our sponsor. Oh, uh, they're saying like we're oh. dragging our asses here. Well, you guys have sponsors. Yeah, we oh, have yeah. our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Not by choice. Not, Not by, by choice. choice. They're you don't even want them. They're no. idiots. Their <laughs> ad copy is always really sloppy and we seems like they just make it up on without the s- reading it. And uh, now yeah. we have to do ads. It's always disappointing. It's a pain because the ad copy that they give us is always just super sloppy and it feels like they're just making it up off the top of their yeah, head. I know, oh, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, they just had someone just, they, it's like they were dictating it. You and know? you have to yep. fill a certain t- amount of time too. Like yeah. Yeah. Jeez, well, go ahead. Do your thing. All right, yep. Yeah, so right, we yeah. are going to take a commercial break. And, and then we haven't even said what episode we're talking about. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about SpongeBob, the Krusty Krab training video. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a fun one. Great episode. So we will be right back. Thanks, man. Hey, kids, come on in. Oh, hey, Dad, what's up? Hey. I got some new cereal for you. I oh, love yeah. cereal. Yeah, it's Krusty Krab flakes. Woo! They're, they taste like beef. Thanks, Dad. Beef oh. and lettuce and cheese and tomato. Wait, Dad, no, don't keep going. Don't keep going. Plankton might be listening. There's I'm some so ketchup. Happy. No, Dad, I'm serious. Don't tell him what's in it. There's some mustard. No, Dad, no, no. Don't tell people what's in the secret recipe. There's some diced onions. Dad. Oh, you like it. <laughs> Personally. Okay. You want Plankton to find out the secret formula. I'm your favorite child. You are. You're weird over here. Dad, I'm just, I'm just looking out for Mr. Krabs. Okay, yeah, Derek, you're okay, weird. Okay, guys, stop. This is a fucking commercial. I'm trying to sell cereal here in your... I don't think anyone should buy it. You don't think anybody... No. Oh, God damn. It's, it's meat-flavored cereal. I gotta say, I like the idea of a meat-flavored cereal because then you drown it in milk, so it's like you're using all parts of the cow. That's not kosher. <laughs> that is actually not kosher. <laughs> We're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Your timing is incredible with those. Hey, thank you. <laughs> what was that? Exactly 30 seconds? Yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly 30 seconds. We filled it right up. It felt like 15. Mm. That was really yeah. good. But you see what we're saying? Like, you have to deal with those. Those. Like, yeah. That was poorly written. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how you <laughs> keep it going. Through, they started telling people not to buy the product they're advertising for. Yeah. That <laughs> was not. Hey, whatever pays the bills. <laughs> exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we should hop the fuck in. Mm-hmm. to this cartoon yeah let's do a deep dive deep dive oh, so yeah. you picked uh the crusty crusty crab training video episode of spongebob why it was my first exposure to the art of parody mm. oh nice uh, yeah the idea that you could um basically take a form and just Make. tear it apart oh right? yeah like, oh yeah like corporate training videos and I, I just started my job so mm-hmm. like i i went through this corporate training thing and it was so fun to basically think about what they were able to do with that and do it in a way where kids were entertained oh like yeah, both yeah. About, i mean it's i like, thought it's none so of the kids who were watching that have probably seen a corporate training video but like I was a kid and I thought it was the funniest thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's an early season, I think, too. So they yeah. were able to really instill like the Krusty Krab formula thing. Yeah, um, yeah. That season was a, three, right? Mm-hmm. Season three, but still, that was probably 2002, something like that. Yeah, so around then. Maybe earlier. I don't know. 
Yeah. yeah. What year did SpongeBob? Was it really start in like 2000? I think around so. then. Yeah. yeah, right around yeah, then. Right around then. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think SpongeBob started, and then like the war in Iraq started. Because of SpongeBob. Yeah, right. yeah. I, yeah, it was a butterfly effect type thing. Yeah, if SpongeBob didn't, if SpongeBob was never made, there would have been it was no the bubble bowl episode. Mm. That yeah, <laughs> I really do think um, this episode though, like the fun part is the voice. So like, mm-hmm. I always loved when they would go like two hours later, you know, like mm-hmm. those things or something <laughs> like that. So to use like the narrator as the main, the narrator one. voice, right? Yeah, right. that was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and SpongeBob yeah. does a really good job just as a cartoon of like pulling in elements that you would think of traditionally being outside of a normal cartoon. Like whether yes. like it's when they totally. mix their media and have like live action stuff or like yeah, the live action stuff like, is always so or like weird. the fish announcer who's yeah. just a straight up fish. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> everybody else in Bikini Bottom <laughs> is an animated fish, right. and then he for some reason is a fish, a real fish. Yeah. Right? Yeah, stuff like that. There's a line in the in this episode. Um, it's like. It's like, but thanks to Mr. Krabs' fear of robot overlords, like <laughs> you don't have to worry about the mixture of technology, like ridiculous lines that are just. And rewatching this episode, like every single line was a joke. Yes, like, yeah, they they yeah. used like every second that this episode gave us. Well, the opening is so much like here's a line, mm-hmm. but here's why it's funny, you right. know, like. I don't right. know any of that stuff, which is fun. I think the first like four jokes they make are using that kind of a rhythm, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was pretty. Uh, what does he say? He's like, uh, oh, he's like, he's like, this didn't just happen overnight because the store closes at, at six. six. Yeah, which I also <laughs> thought like. What kind of restaurant closes at six? <laughs> I know. It, it, they they do really well for the Bikini Bottom. They're one mm. of the most successful restaurants in Bikini Bottom. But we they only know of two. Like, <laughs> yeah, we only know of two <laughs> restaurants in Bikini Bottom. Yeah. Uh, um, I feel like the only reason they're doing better than the Chum Bucket is because it closes at five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do they say about Mr. Crab? They give this whole backstory to Mr. Crab. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah, like, I after wrote the war. I yeah. wrote it down. It's, quote, after the war, Crab stayed secluded in a deep depression Amazing. that seemed endless. Just stop there. Like that <laughs> gives it. you so much context to who Mr. Krabs is that right. you just as a kid you're like, all right. And that as an adult, you're like, what war was yeah. he in? Like, no, I, I visibly I audibly said did what Eugene fight in. <laughs> yeah. 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 What, what? war? Like the bikini. <laughs> so bottom. many times that show makes you say that. Uh-huh. I love that. Like uh, they're implying that there was a a war that was big enough that they call it the war oh, in the SpongeBob he left universe. It depressed. Yeah. Oh, and the art style just gets so bleak. And yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and then he yeah. buys he buys the old age home. He's like, after a few minor renovations, and they mm. just remove the old people from the picture and paints a K <laughs> in front of the rusty crab. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was the rusty crab turned to the crusty yeah. crab, That's which is good, good because he's a crab. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good stroke of fortune. Yeah, yeah the one like, joke I thought was just I. <laughs> uh, it's probably the, one of the most childish things I've laughed at past the age of twenty three. Like the poop acronym, is uh, like still funny. Yeah. It's still so funny. funny. Yeah, this is like a tough episode to kind of it's go through. It's the voice that does right it. because it's it's not necessarily linear. Like if there's a plot that SpongeBob really wants to make. Krabby Patties. Yeah, and the announcer's like stalling, and he's like, "Hold on, you got to learn all these other things first. Yep. But, yeah. but yeah, then he gets to this poop acronym. What, what is it? It's like just remember poop. What is it? People order our patties. People yeah. order our patties. Right. If you just remember, 
this. Like, and then no, I, um, no. and then like the joke that comes after that is they're like at the cash register, um, and Squidward's about to take his order, and he's like, mm. "What are? You, oh, what do you think he is going to order? A sofa, <laughs> a nice haircut, mm. or a, a Krabby Patty? <laughs> a Patty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is the Krabby Patty? Oh, and then he's like, "Oh, and poop." Wins again. Yeah. Oh, poop. Yeah. yeah. You never let us down. <laughs> oh, poop. You never let us down. It's yeah. it. No. And uh, what was Spon- so Patrick orders, right? Well, he tries. Those he are, tries real. Well, so he, and then he's like, "Wait, let's let's bounce back a little bit." Oh, so, yeah. yeah it's, it's broken up into through. different sections. Basically. Yes. I think I had the sections. Do you have them written down? Yeah. The, okay. So the first one is from humble beginnings, and that's yeah. when Mister Krabs. They show him like as a little kid in like sepia tone. <laughs> what was it? If you thought he was like, if you didn't think he was always the money master yeah, or whatever. G- business the savvy. Business, yeah. Yeah. Like you might think he always knew how to control finances. And I've tried that coin trick. Right. Like of tying the. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've it. tried that in real life? Yeah. I'm like not saying like I'm Jewish, so I tried it. But like <laughs> no, no. I'm Jewish, so I tried it. And I, I tied a string around a quarter and uh, I tried to like fish it work? line. No, no. Uh, That's like, no, no, no. I think you would have to put a hole in it. In yeah, what? in, in the, the quarter to tie it around it. Yeah, I think. That's well, I think the... you like tie it through like a necklace or something like that. Well, so I think I remember tying it around and mm. then like having it come like uh, perpendicular to oh, it. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I was like pretty young. I mean, I guess whatever year yeah. this was, yeah. or maybe <laughs> maybe ten years after. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, something like that. Uh, but I instead, you just used it as a a yo yo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You uh, hypnotize some people with yeah. it, put it asleep. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can do with a quarter tied to a string. That's a really good point. I, yeah. I guess I wasn't thinking about the other uses for that yeah. at the time. You're just uh, trying to get some free soda. Not even. What's a quarter going to do for you? Yeah. What is a quarter going <laughs> to do? There's nothing vending just a quarter in a vending machine. Right. Yeah. yeah but Mr. Krabs, he pulls it off because he's a sly dog. He is yep. a sly dog. Yeah. So they do after. So they do humble beginnings. And then it's uh, they go into the flashback about the war, uh, and then the Krusty Krab today, which is where they're like basically pitching all of the products that dun, they have. Dun dun so, dun. Uh huh. That dun, action dun, montage yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Krabs is showing you all the high tech equipment that he spared no expense on, such as an advanced patty control mechanism, aka spatula, and like an automated money handling system. Don't touch. Yeah, right. Everything is like, <laughs> don't touch. Right. Don't touch. Um, yeah, to spatula register, ice cubes, a straw, and a condiment package. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, at the end, he's like, so, you just stand around here, or are you going to buy something? Because there is a fee for just standing. Just standing <laughs> yeah. That's Mr. Krabs. Uh, uh, he's a great character. Clancy Brown. What a... I the love that guy. Voice mm-hmm. of Mr. Krabs. Yeah, he's like in a ton of other stuff. He was like brother Justin and Carnival. Wow. He was like oh, terrifying in that show. Yeah. He had like a big tree on his back and he was just this like disturbing mm. preacher type serial killer creep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, that's another strength of SpongeBob. Like, not only are all of the characters like personalities and, and physical shapes distinct, but like their voices are so Oh unique. yeah. Everybody has their own voice. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Remember that voice? Sandy Cheeks. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. SpongeBob. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Patrick was really fun because yeah. mm-hmm. his voice was became so representative of like 
you're the like, dumb guy. You're, yeah, you're like dumb friend. Right. So yep. right. everyone's impression of their dumb friend became like, oh, um, like that kind of, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just know that show, like I had friends who weren't allowed to watch Spongebob. Oh, really? So like I wasn't allowed to play GTA growing up. Mm-hmm. My, mom, my mom works for the court system. So like the last okay. thing she wanted was her son like learning about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> right. And, uh, and so I wasn't allowed to watch. And like I remember there were friends of mine who their parents would like shut, They were I would come over and be like, you want to watch Spongebob? And right. They would say no. Like, oh, it was really wild. Yeah, because there was. Yeah. I mean, it's a cartoon, right? So like, cartoon. Mm. The violence, the ability to like push yeah. SpongeBob off a cliff and have him stay. Right. Alive. Well, that's like one of the fun things about SpongeBob is it's like revealed later in like a later episode whenever there was some guy who was gonna bully him or beat beat him up or something. Flats. Like that. Yeah, flats. flats. Mm. He was huge, and then he turned to the side, and he was the skinniest dude yeah. alive. Yeah, but he mm. was just like punching SpongeBob, and it didn't do anything because right. SpongeBob's a sponge. <laughs> right. God, so. Like Every that's episode. the thing about cartoons is like people think like oh yeah it's gonna make kids violent yeah. but like yeah. uh, st- stuff like SpongeBob is so separated from our reality right that like I don't know how a kid could yeah I, if anything I I would argue that cartoons are educational because they all have morals they all have themes they like you know I learned about recycling I I, from Rocco's Modern Life I found <laughs> out that sponges were animals you from SpongeBob recycling well I learned that there were yeah. sw- that wow. swear words were a thing from SpongeBob oh they yeah. don't tell, yeah. say any of the swear words words but i learned that they yeah. existed mm-hmm. that was like our version of george carlin's like <laughs> yeah this, I, that uh, had to have been based on the Jeez. seven because yeah. it was like seven words that seven sailor words or something like something that. something like that yeah. Yeah. yeah and they do is that is that the episode with the panty raid or is that a separate one i don't know right. i remember I, both things but i can't yeah, I, I can't connect between them I remember being blown away. That felt like the most risque thing to have a panty raid episode. Yeah, I don't remember that. Like that. Oh, you don't? Oh, yeah. No, no, that definitely happened. So they wanted Mr. Mr. Krabs wanted to feel young again. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so he goes with Patrick and SpongeBob, and they uh, they're doing this whole mission. They're they're doing like fun things. Uh, or no, I guess Mr. Krabs was like, you guys are lame. Like you're not. You're doing dumb things. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I'm going home. And then Sponge or Patrick's like. Then I guess you'll miss the panty raid. Right. And then <laughs> and Krabs like, is like, what? 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 <laughs> so they go, they do it. And then Mr. Krabs gets them out, The you know, and he's like holding them in the air. He's like, I got him. And then the lights turn on and they're at his mom's house. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that feeling like a really risque topic. Yeah, yeah. that is pretty. Uh, yeah, because yeah. like I'd say the average it's... like age demo for SpongeBob was around like 12, 13, mm-hmm. something like that. Pretty wide demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, because yeah, young kids average. liked it because yeah. it was very colorful and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really colorful. But then like older kids loved it because it was weird as hell. Right. And also whenever you're hanging out, sneaking out of your parents' basement to go smoke some J's behind the dumpster at the Arby's. Mm-hmm. You might as well come back home and watch a l- couple episodes of SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was also just super quotable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know people who still to this day... Hoopla! Say, Hoopla or... No, this is Patrick. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not a Krusty Krab. Is mayonnaise an instrument? I mean, like, yeah. stuff like that is, yeah. honestly... Mm-hmm. I, I still quote that. Also, mm-hmm. SpongeBob has been coming back in the meme world. Oh yeah, it's been coming back. In I the think meme the meme world. world's mm-hmm. helped it a lot. Yeah. That'd be yeah. really interesting to look at how memes have survived some shows that. Other yeah, memes. yeah. There's like, um, I want to look at like Google metrics because I know you can do that and you mm-hmm. can like see search spikes and stuff like that. I want to yeah. see like the the spike and just searching for SpongeBob SquarePants right. since. Yeah, yeah what is that meme even where he's like it, everything goes all caps and it's SpongeBob being like. Does that even have a name? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Where it's like 
Uh, Paris, do your homework. Me, do your homework. And like, <laughs> oh, it's all like, yeah, all yeah. oh, like, oh, oh, like yeah, mimicking yeah, yeah. them, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like the one, right, right, right. Oh, that's a, that's become huge. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. some really good yeah, ones. Also, there are videos on YouTube of people trying to turn mayonnaise into instruments. Uh, some of <laughs> oh. them are arguably successful. Oh, nice. <laughs> what? I play the mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Wait, I want to totally, I'm, I'm trying to look up some of these because there are some, I mean, it, it is a very quotable show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's huge. It's huge. Do you guys have favorite episodes of SpongeBob? Um, I, okay, so I used to do this podcast by myself mm-hmm. with guests. And then I barged uh, in. Yeah, then you barged in. But I um we I did the Doodle Bob episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, which was that's such a that's good a episode. Great one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the most annoying noise on earth. Yes. Oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah, Patrick going like when he's steering the pirate ship, going little, 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 little. Yeah, yeah. Is that from the uh, the um the, the ghost the Flying ship. Dutchman episode? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember right. the Alaskan bullworm episode pretty well. <laughs> that was I wild. love that episode. Yeah, and the driving school episode. Yeah. Oh, yep. the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miss Puff. Yeah, was wonderful. I yeah, she was the, a great um, character. What one was it? The what? What is it that eats his house? That eats his house. He got his house eaten at one point. Nematodes. Oh, oh ne- yeah. Nematodes, yeah. nematodes yeah. eat his house at one point. The chocolate mm-hmm. salesman episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that? I love chocolate. Wait, the Krusty Krab pizza. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's is oh, the pizza with the, for you and the me. Krusty Krab <laughs> pizza. <laughs> what was the? They use, <laughs> He finds. The, he's like, look, it's a rock. It's a rock. <laughs> the pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. Yeah, I like yeah. this this segment where we're just saying like we're just one quoting. line because uh-huh. <laughs> it, it is you can it is probably it. utterly <laughs> unlistenable yeah. imagination like uh, everything i mean yeah. everyone's probably turned it off okay, at this so, point right yeah. Like, then, but yeah, yeah. we didn't even tell it to this week yeah. yeah no yeah no hey stay in there stay in there hold stay on in there. We got, there's a gift for you at the end of the mm-hmm. uh, episode okay we're gonna remember that and deliver it yep <laughs> okay so back to this episode yeah that we where did we, we left off with the uh all of the high tech and it like felt very like this is the world of the future style yeah, vibe. Yeah. The world of tomorrow. Mm, exactly. Uh, and then it ke- starts this bit where SpongeBob is a good employee and Squidward's and then a bad Squidward employee. Squidward is an awful employee. Yeah. Uh, because he is. <laughs> he, he is a pretty bad employee. Yeah. Um, the, like, how does like SpongeBob prepare for work and it shows him like getting ready and put, mm-hmm. making it. <laughs> they're like, remove any blemishes. And I think that's the grossest thing. Where he cuts a pimple off of his nose with scissors. That yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I I remember watching that the like the first or second time and just being blown away. I thought you could do that. I didn't I, try. See, it, I forgot about that until this watch through. Like I remembered yeah. when he washed his hands clean off and stuff like that. All right. I it's forgot a snipping a giant pimple off of his nose. <sighs> And then his uh like make sure your hair is neat and tidy and then mm-hmm. he just takes off his hat, his one little windy thing he of hair and he just sp- straightens it. He looks like mm-hmm. alfalfa. Yeah. The uh I think the cool thing about it is like Squidward and Bu- SpongeBob were so binary in terms mm-hmm. of like good employee, bad employee. Mm-hmm. And like SpongeBob was so overly enthusiastic, he was great. But yeah. S- Squidward sucked so much that for kids watching, it was like, all right, you can be either really bo- like 
yeah, SpongeBob might be a lot, but it's mm. better than being this boring dude. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was kind of cool. Like, it probably made a lot of kids really just optimistic. And just work general. a little oh, yeah. bit it made a It made a lot of us into little weirdos. Like, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. SpongeBob <laughs> made, made uh, millennials weird. Yeah, yeah, but you the were only always reason. rooting for him. Like, yeah. It was just cool. Yeah, like, get, yeah he was know. the dude. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Squidward prepares for work by falling asleep on the toilet with a newspaper. Yeah, that was something else. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that kind of preparation. Mm. But, <laughs> I mean, whatever. He keeps his work area really gross. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, and then SpongeBob thinks he's ready to learn how to make a Krabby Patty. Still not ready. Not ready. He keeps getting splattered against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does that bit where he's like, I'm ready, I'm ready, and like oh, they tears keep, himself into multiple Multiplying, pieces. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gets splat again. Yeah. And the end of that episode is very uh, Sopranos. It's mm-hmm. where it's just, you know, and the secret formula, and then just cuts Yeah, it just out. cuts yeah. off. Just cuts off, yeah. And, like the tension is so built. Like you as the audience want to know what it is. SpongeBob is like, panting and begging like a dog like he just needs to know yeah right to black yeah i guess what i take away from that episode i mean aside from the parody stuff i think Mm -hmm. it's just they pretty much had every viewer by like they could they could pretty much do anything yeah oh no at one point spongebob is like vacuuming a grill top where like just the most ridiculous (laughs) things happen and you're on board with it like that's why this episode is so hard to talk about almost because it is just like Joke after joke after joke, and they're after all joke. gold. Yeah, they're it's very gold. funny. We didn't even like we mentioned hoopla, but like right. that was a great little like I remember that one yeah. so mm-hmm. vividly. Whenever he's like, and it was a whole bunch of hoopla. hoopla. It was a whole bunch of hoopla. hoopla. It was a whole hoopla. bunch of, and then he just throws yeah. like a newspaper at the kid's head. Uh, yeah. It was a whole bunch of hoopla. Yeah. <laughs> the reason people love that, I'm like. Uh, before I got here, I was trying to think like, why do people love that episode? And honestly, it's there. It's cu- I mean, it's this cartoons in a nutshell, but they're mm. constantly cutting, right? Yeah, right. Constantly cutting, bright color. I mean, that's right. ca- literally cartoons yes, in absolutely. a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But like, you get these characters people love. You get this like premise for like a vi- I don't know. And every yeah. episode, that's only what eleven minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Because they would show two and a half hours. Right, with but they the just commercial. blow it up to its most extreme like possible eight minutes of commercials that we watched per half hour yeah that makes you realize how much time we spent watching commercials yeah right yeah it's unreal but like yeah it it's still brains are rotten man yeah or just oversaturated Mm, yeah yeah. (laughs) jeez no there a moment in this that i loved was right when they're about to reveal the formula to the krabby patty it's the duh Oh, it reminded me so much on this watch through of uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail when Lancelot is running towards <laughs> the oh, castle yeah. but never gets there. <laughs> and then that made me ask the question, was SpongeBob just the Monty Python for a younger generation? It was kind of the similar. amount of references yeah. that SpongeBob makes. Both, I think, probably to Monty Python stuff. Yeah. But yeah. just in general, I'm sure so much of it is taken from... Yeah. I mean, you figure, like, the writers, I'm sure, were... Oh, I'm, I'm sure that's what stuff. they grew up loving. And like, right. Yeah. Who is, like, the head writer? I for, always remember the name. Is it Craig something? Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh, this is so Googleable. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying not to Google things, so I don't become... Like, my brain doesn't just become, right. like, an extension no, don't of my worry. phone. You keep talking. I'll, I'll rot my brain As long as you, you look it up. Yeah. It's my duty as a host. Yeah, okay. to rot your brain. Well, that's just, why we're watching cartoons every week, to rot our right. freaking brains out. Yeah. It's... <laughs> drink them so we can drink them through a straw later. Oh, that's wonderful. 
<laughs> so wonderful. No, I I think um what what is it? He just like takes the breath or whatever. He's just like Bo-ba-ba-dee, ba-ba-dee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he pants. Yeah, that was so it's good. Great. So it was created by marine biologist and animator Stephen Hillenburg. Stephen Hillenburg. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Didn't he pass away? Or something Ooh, happened to him? Um uh, no, he's still alive. Okay. I good. Was you're born you're August thinking of um, You're probably thinking of uh Carrie Fisher. That's what yeah, Carrie Fisher. I was going to say like someone that w- and then I was like, oh, wait, that's probably too soon. I was going to say Chester Bennington. And then I'm like, oh, that's like a week and a half. Well, you said well, it. Actually, no, <laughs> yeah. this, uh, wait, no, this episode's coming out. Not this upcoming week, so yeah. it's coming out next week after mm-hmm. that. So we can we can oh, say yeah. A yeah what is the amount of time that what is so I mean three when weeks. is it appropriate? Tragedy plus time is how how much time now? It depends on like how much people <laughs> made fun the person. Of, yeah, like if people made fun of them a decent amount before they died, you wait like three weeks. Right. But if it's someone like Carrie Fisher, who like everybody loved, you got to wait like two months. Right? You think it's two months? But mm. if everybody liked them. Uh, six, yeah. five, four months. All right. Let's say yeah. if somebody, some like people really like, right. someone you really like, like, like okay, God, knock on like Obama. Let's right. say if Obama were thinking, to um, to die right mm-hmm. now, I really yeah. don't want that to happen. Right. But if if it were to happen, a couple days. Like, what do you? No, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's probably like three or four months, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Especially someone, if you have like you know a a respected like someone who you can who people argue did the world good. Like, yeah, but yeah, there's like but also there's people period. who did the world good, but also like I'd be fine instantly making jokes about like Bono. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think once you once your legacy is defined, yeah, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. That's yeah, I don't know either. I think it's gotten a lot easier. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially with like everyone racing to be the first person to tell the joke on Twitter or something like that. Like the mm-hmm. the mourning period is significantly shorter. Now. Well, uh, what's it? Um, Who's the from SNL? Um, who's the I'm spacing on his name. Uh, who did what in relation? Pete to Davidson. Ah. Pete Davidson's dad passed away. He was a firefighter in 9 11. Mm. I think Pete Davidson was like one of the first people to, I mean, to like make a joke about 9 11. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. I mean, I'm sure other people did. It's just like, I guess, right. successfully land a joke about 9 11. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then. And then, I don't know, more recently, Louis does that whole bit. Did you watch Louis' recent special? No, I haven't seen it. Not yet. One. It's on my queue. He does this awesome bit. He's talking about, I I, don't, I hate telling his bit for him, but he like, he basically is just, his, do- his daughter asked him what 9-11 deniers were, mm-hmm. and he explained it, and she was like, oh, like, I thought you were talking, like, 9-11 deniers. Like, uh, nine people who deny the number 11. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just like, oh, we oh, talked about 9-11 on last week. Oh, yeah. You've talked, uh, okay. Yeah. This is two weeks in a row that we're talking about 9-11, yeah. so. We made a 9-11 joke on Pit tonight. I, I think, like, with that, it was maybe yeah. a little more. It's well, like, it's, yeah. it is the season, you know? It's only like a month <laughs> it's away. It is the season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, people start talking about Christmas and Thanksgiving now. So. That was also a lot of people. Are, well, like, so. I've been, I went into a fucking grocery store, and they're already playing 9-11 music. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Uh, yeah, they've, they've started erecting those giant Jenga towers down on Pitt's campus. Lord. It's really distasteful. Yeah. I, I, God. Uh, while we're ahead, no. I, <laughs> no, I think with with individual deaths, a couple months is probably... Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you heard it here first. We figured it out. We figured out what too soon is. Mm-hmm. We defined too soon. We defined too soon <laughs> on this very podcast. Okay, so I have a question for you guys uh, yeah. that is related to this episode. Okay, yeah. When watching this episode, did you come across anything else when you searched for the Krusty Krab uh, training video? The first thing that came up, right, was this kid reenacting. Yes. Yes, I, is that it is what a video on YouTube yeah. that has like 250,000 views where this group of kids, they redrew, reanimated, and uh, shot for shot this episode and also composited their own bodies over top of the characters. What the hell? Yeah. Is this for me, by the way? Is what? That, am I allowed to have yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Thank Wait you. Your whistle. But yeah, thank but, you. I'm going to read you guys verbatim the notes that I wrote down because I just thought it was going to be the normal thing. The note that I have is, holy shit, I accidentally found a fan remake on YouTube with a live action character and animation. It's insane. It has 237,426 views. Seriously, how long did they work on this? Because it's, I mean, you can say what you will about the performance and stuff, but the actual work to make it done... It was probably insane. I didn't watch yeah. it, so well, I'll, I'll have to watch it at some point. If you yeah. want to watch it, just search for Krusty Krab Training Video. Yeah. It's number one on YouTube on a channel, Swift Like a Tailor. The only thing I was watching on YouTube today was um, I was watching the Jake Paul videos. As a, he's a YouTube star. Mm-hmm. What? Those are great. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I'm Sorry Bro, I think is the one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah where he's mm-hmm. talking to his brother, and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And then his brother comes in, and he's like, I'm sorry too. It was it was real sweet. <laughs> well, I think the reason that that remake video, I think the reason it got so many views was because you totally clicked on it, thinking right. it was the episode. Yeah. yeah, but also it like had a majority of likes as opposed to dislikes. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. It's I'm gonna so have to. Weird. I'm gonna have to look it up. It's so weird. Yeah, do. Yeah. Um, no, don't waste your time. Don't. So, don't, so, don't, no, uh, don't, I, don't do I it. I am fine with wasting my time. <laughs> okay. Well, then so go do right we ahead. have any uh, anything else that we wanna we wanna drop in on this episode? I mean, I don't know. I, I love have, SpongeBob. I have like, questions for you guys. Yeah. 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 Go okay. ahead, man. So, what is your favorite cartoon? <sighs> my favorite cartoon. Well, I said like Futurama was the one that I grew up watching the most. I mm-hmm. think, but then like SpongeBob was another like whenever I was younger, and then. Currently, I do love Adventure Time. I haven't watched all of it. Um, I've watched some Gravity Falls, which is a really funny modern I one. I haven't seen it. Is it good? Yeah, it's, it's very funny. It's very cool. Um, what about... Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you, Nico. Yeah. Me? I, um, currently, I watch... Like, I love Archer. I love Archer. Um, and also, I'm like a huge fan of like Studio Ghibli, like all of the Miyazaki movies and stuff okay, like that. Yeah. Not not a cartoon series or whatever. Yeah. Uh, my favorite cartoon growing up was a cartoon that I have never met a living soul who has watched it. It was a box set of VHSs that my grandparents had at their house that we would watch every time we went over, uh, me and my brother and our cousins. And it was called Moo Mesa. Uh where the real cowboys stand up for oh, law and order no. and oh, live man, by the code of the West. It's a straight to VHS cow, cowboy Western. You said this was at your grandma's house? Grandma and grandpa's, yeah, yeah, Why yeah. did they have it? 
they just they bought it somewhere. They're like, "Ooh, cartoons! This will be something for them to watch." You know, like whenever they, whenever we babysit them, and this stuff. will ruin their lives. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I loved it. Uh, I've since tried <laughs> to rewatch clips on YouTube. It is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> there's like the cows like named after states. Like one's Dakota and one's like cheese. Yeah, like, it's awful. Have you guys seen on HBO Animals? No, no. But, I, but I've heard good things. That? I really want to watch it. I've seen a couple clips of it mm-hmm. that are very funny. Yeah, just check out like a couple episodes from the first season. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, okay. I thought it was funny because it, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it basically switches the roles of animals and humans. Like mm. you're in, in your typical show. It, the whole, it's applying these humanistic features to these. Nice. Or nice. like characteristics to these. Yeah, animals. yeah. It yeah. seems really interesting. I well, like and it's the people from the league. I don't know if you've watched oh, yeah. it, but it's, the, it's a lot Speaking of Speaking of 9-11, voices. we got there. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen ran us easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. And then they slip in, um, like, the humans that the animals live around, without dialogue, I think they, like, pretty much slip in this human plot. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. It's, like, That's really, awesome. It gets, yeah. No, check it out. I'm going to have to, uh, maybe I'll check it out tonight yeah. whenever I get home, but... Um, so you're not gonna actually check. No, it I actually, yeah, you know, I do have no, HBO Go, not. and I have been thinking about <laughs> Let's it. Let's not. So, no, uh, I'm, I'll tell you whenever I do. But also, um, I think we should wrap it up because well, I do have to get to work soon. But oh we need yeah, a gift. well, we did promise the viewers a gift. Yes, or the listeners, the listeners a gift. A gift. Is it the rest of this blunt, or is it? Yeah, else. yeah, yeah. Come on down to Unplanned Comedy Pods. Uh, find a blunt somewhere. We're somewhere. hiding it somewhere in this room. Yeah, it's a treasure hunt. If you find it, uh, you can be a guest. Yep. If you get, to, <laughs> if you find, don't smoke it. You have to give it back to us. Mm-hmm. But you get to be a guest on this podcast. We need that. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me on. No, yeah, thank you really so fun. much. You have Thanks for having wanna, me here. Do you have anything you want to tell uh, tell the it's homies about? Two Wednesdays. If there's anything you want to plug. Two Wednesdays from yeah. now. Two Wednesdays from now, I'll actually be in Seattle. But oh, um, cool. so I no, I mean uh, no. If anything, I just want to thank you guys. Uh, I love this place. I have I've heard so much about. It. It's cool to actually be here right yeah. now. Thank you. So I've, I've heard many. Well, thanks fun for coming. Things. Yeah, thanks. Um, you want to plug any like social media or anything like that? Oh, jeez. Uh, like my own or someone else's? Yeah, yours. Uh, if you, you want to plug yours, at ESPN. <laughs> check it out. Doing <laughs> some great work. Uh, but let's all like. Um, oh, I'm going to be at Nihilist Arby's. It's a great parody account. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is a great parody. And uh, yeah. I'm at Fart. That <laughs> Fart. Someone's uh, got to have no, it. Someone has it. I think it's uh, John Hengen or something like that. He's very funny. He actually <laughs> yeah. is very funny, but oh, he, got, he was able to get a handle no, at what, Fart. Uh, that's what, great. What account? I mean, Pit Tonight, definitely. Try. I'm not part of Pit Tonight anymore. I, yeah. I really should But it's, it's like your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Yeah. I've like let go. I... Yeah, yeah, I know. At Pit tonight, at me, at uh, you. Um, I don't know. I, everything at Ruckus, at right. Pitiful News, at uh, at. What's your personal one? My personal at Jesse Irwin. I got at Jesse Irwin underscore, and I contacted at Jesse Irwin, and I haven't heard back. It's been about three years now. And, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe maybe get back in there and. Mm. Well, I might just change my name because oh, okay. so there's another comedian named Jesse Irvin. Oh, and uh, I've made jokes, but luckily he's a really nice guy, and mm. we've made jokes. But Jesse's name is not actually Jesse Irvin; it's Jesse like Hindelschmeyer. He's like basically like I'm sure like his grandpa killed my grandpa, and like the, you know something. <laughs> uh, that's awful. I hope you end the podcast before I say that. Um, but like he like uh, knows. I I remember meeting him, and I I got up on stage right after him. I was like, if I were him, I would hate me so much because he's worked to gain this name. 
Mm. And now I come in. Yeah, just undercutting them. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. So, Um, no, I, uh, that's. All right, follow Jesse, guys. Uh, Follow Jesse. If that wasn't convincing enough. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Nico D'Alfonso. That's my name. And uh, at Jeffrey Party. Yeah, special thanks to Face Like Thunder for our intro and outro music. Yeah, thanks, Ian. You're the best. And to, uh, what do you call it? To uh, Krabby Patty Flakes for being a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, thank you to Krabby Patty Flakes Mm. for meat flavored cereal. Let's end this the way we ended every single week. Let's end it the way we. Everybody gets one more word. You start. Okay. Boy. I suck. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collection.